Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 833, air date November 5th, 2020. Good evening, everyone. It's Dr. Shiva Ayadre. It's close to 930. Um, I thought it'd be very important right now and very timely to have a discussion of what is to be done. I'm, I've been getting tons of emails, tons of phone calls, messages everywhere uh, saying, Dr. Shiva, what do you think about what's going on in the elections and also what's gone on in our election here in Massachusetts? So what I want to do today is a uh, couple of things as people are joining it. I want to review uh, what took place with our election and what's still going on, what's unresolved and the history of it from running in the primaries to running now a write-in campaign. And then it dovetails perfectly into what we predicted would happen in the federal election or the, in the presidential elections. And what occurred to us in Massachusetts, unfortunately, people uh, at, the at, at the presidential level didn't heed what we were saying with the ballot images and the election fraud, the lawsuit we just, uh, the big part of the order that we got, which is a big victory for us. Um, none of that was listened to because what's, uh, and, and I wanna discuss that, and then what is to be done, we're gonna talk about that. Obviously, we didn't, some people are joining in. Um, Yes, so much corruption. Everyone I know wrote you and the Democrats are deviously evil. Um, what we want to talk about that is who are the Democrats? Um, and is it the Democrats or is it the establishment? So we want to have a discussion about that. So we nearly have, wow, 1,400 people joining us. So obviously this is a very, very important uh, discourse to have. Uh, people from Malaysia, people from Missouri, uh, Chicago, um, uh, Kevin Joshua. Hey, Kevin, great to have you. Um, and we'll wait till people are joining. Jen, should we wait a little while? We have about 1,500 people, 1,600 people live. But wait, great to have everyone. Australia, massive fraud. Exactly. And so we want to have a, a, a deep discussion about what is going on and what is to be done. And what we need to do, and it's time to weaponize ourselves with the right education to destroy the establishment. So let me first begin by saying that what we're witnessing right now in this election at the presidential level, and we witnessed that it occurred to us, is something that everyone needs to frankly wake up to. And I, in some ways, it's good that people are waking up and are shocked, but I just want everyone to take a big step back. And what I want people to do is to take a big step back and recognize that people in the United States are now awakening to the concept of election fraud and that we may really not have a democracy in this country. But for those of us who've been activists and who've been students of political history, we've known this for a long time. The reality is that we in the United States have been uh, brainwashed uh, by the deep state of this country to think that all the other countries over there, all the countries, the brown people, the yellow people and the dark people, you know, uh, the people in South America, people in Africa, that those countries are failed states. And we have a lot of intellectuals, liberal intellectuals in this country who will talk about how horrible that the dictatorship is in places like Libya or places like uh, Afghanistan or places like in South America. And over the last 50, 60 years, we as Americans have been basically made fat, dumb and happy to think that all these other countries are places of fascism, and election fraud. And we in America have such an amazing democracy. And that brainwashing has been done by the deep state. And it is the deep state of this country 
which created the technology and the mechanisms of election fraud, which had exported out. I mean, you just have to study a little bit of history to understand that it is the deep state of this country which installed dictatorships in other countries. And even in other countries, when, when democratic people would come rising up, bottoms up like people like myself and our others, that we would send our troops to go fight these wars of imperialism to destroy other countries, you know, fledgling democracies. And this was done by the deep state of this country. And you go back to the 1970s, people like Jimmy Carter, here's a guy who said, oh yeah, we must have better election integrity in other countries. And Jimmy Carter went to all these other countries and said, these dark people, these black people, these brown people in Africa, they don't have fair elections. So he was going to export you know, his version of democracy to give them election integrity. But the truth is in this country, for a long time, we have not had election integrity. And this campaign, our campaign, was the one to bring itself out, bring itself out hard long before we're witnessing here. Um, in September of 20, uh, starting September 1st, when we saw the election fraud take place in our campaign, I started doing a, a whole set of tweets and I'll come back to that start of sharing information. And I've been shut down on Twitter now for 21 days. Fortunately, we won a federal lawsuit and got a judge's order. And I'll come back to that too. But the bottom line is that since around 1970 in this country, the entire voting systems are completely, completely out of integrity to say the least. You know, at worst case, you can call them completely fraudulent. And what do I mean by that? If you go back starting on September 1, when we clearly won the Republican primary in Massachusetts. All of our, all of you who supported our campaign, we ran an amazing campaign, over 3,000 volunteers on the ground in the Republican primary, over you know 14 major billboards. We spent close to three quarters of a million dollars on radio, TV ads, but more importantly, it was a bottoms up campaign. 500 standouts, nearly 10,000 lawn signs, 20,000 bumper stickers, we were everywhere. And our campaign was a bottoms up movement. The GOP, the Rhino GOP establishment in Massachusetts was so afraid of us that the Rhino Democrat, Democrat governor of Massachusetts, who by the way, is the one who wants forced vaccinations, who's done destruction of businesses, who's fine with seniors dying alone, who's fine with school closings. That Rhino Democrat governor, Charlie Baker, who's basically the head of the GOP establishment party, found a fool a fool whose website is called cock for Senate, cock. This is a foolish guy, seriously. And he found this idiot to run against me in the Republican primary who had no lawn signs, no bumper stickers, no organization, nowhere to be found. And so when election night came on September 1, we knew going into that, we had won this hands down by roughly about 250,000 votes. On a good day, maybe that guy got 100,000. And what did we find out? We found out that in the hand counted, uh, in one of the hand counted counties, which means the ballots are read by hand, which means people actually look for that dot and they read it. In that county, we won by nearly 10%. And in every other county in Massachusetts, this was on September 1, we lost 60, 40, 60, 40, 60, 40, 60, 40. So on September 1, I did not concede the election. In fact, I said election fraud took place. We uh, notified the president. We sent emails, uh, tweets out to the attorney general. And by September 9th, we had issued FOIA requests demanding the ballot images. Why did we do that? And Trump should do this right now, but I don't see anyone doing that. Uh, because what we, exactly, it's worse than Venezuela. 
because in all those other counties where we quote unquote lost in Massachusetts, the ballots are scanned by a machine. They're converted to a ballot image, a digital image by the ballot scanners. <clears throat> those ballot images, those ballot images, how are they counted? They're counted by the machine. The machine searches for that little dot, if you can see it there, oops, upside down. It searches for that dot, okay? It searches for the dot right there, and it then decides who got gets a vote. Well, at the time of when that tabulation is done, as we shared by the work that was done by Bev Harris and others back in 2001, these voting systems have a feature in there called a weighted race feature, which means as the machines are tabulating votes, they can literally multiply votes by a factor. So let's say you got a thousand votes and I got a thousand votes. They can give you 2,500 votes by multiplying by 2.5 and taking my votes and multiplying them by 0.5. It's called a weighted race feature. I know this may be hard for you to all absorb, but this is built into the software of the voting systems. Others like Bev Harris, Benny Smith, and others have talked about this. They didn't have, fortunately, unfortunately, the platform I have, but here I was a Senate candidate we saw the election fraud occur. Here's a guy, again, who had no lawn signs, no bumper stickers, no real election campaign, win 60-40, 60-40, 60-40, 60-40 in every other county. This is in the primary. We knew election fraud was committed. We didn't know how. And then we found out that when they scanned those images, they used a voting system they can multiply by votes. And using some very powerful mathematics, we discovered that they had literally multiplied my, my votes to decrease it by a half and increased his votes by 120%. That's how he did, that's how they do this, okay? Fortunately, you're looking at someone who's been programming software since I was 14 years old, who has the MIT credibility, so people will hopefully listen to me a little bit better, and we expose this. Part of our expose of this was we went to the Secretary of State, Bill Galvin's office, and we said, we want the ballot images. Why are those ballot images important? Because they are the evidence of the actual ballots because what is counted is the ballot images, not the paper ballots when they do the scanning. Well, what did we find out? That Massachusetts deletes ballot images. In fact, most states, and I'm sure Michigan does this and others, all of these states do not save the ballot images. And if President Trump is listening to this, you should demand the ballot images because without the ballot images, all the votes at the end, there's no chain of custody. The whole election is null and void. So when the Secretary of State of Massachusetts told us in an email, we don't have to save the ballot images. Well, guess what? Federal law says that all records generated in the process in, of, a, of an election must be saved for 22 months. So we discovered that they don't save the ballot images. We asked what the state law is that lets them violate federal law nothing from back from the Secretary of State, then I basically declared that you violated law. These were a series of email interactions I had with the Secretary of State. That was on September 25th. Between September 1st and September 25th, I had put out lots and lots of tweets on Twitter saying election fraud took place, you know, ballot images were destroyed. And frankly, Twitter didn't do anything. But the instant on September 25th, 26th, when I put up four tweets sharing the email conversation with the Secretary of State's election division where they're admitting they deleted the ballot images, bang, my Twitter account gets banned, not for one day, 
but over a period of time for 21 days, 21 days in the midst of a federal election where I'm a U.S. Senate candidate. That happened to this campaign. No one helped us at the federal level. No one helped. No lawyer wanted to take this. So I had to represent myself with my own brief, with some friends who helped me with some legal understanding. And I went up against three lawyers in federal court. And I asked that the judge put a restraining order on the secretary of state from intervening and contacting Twitter. In the midst of that, what did we find? We found out that the secretary of state of all all secretaries of state across the country have a hotline, a hotline to Twitter and where they can suppress political speech, the most important speech protected by the First Amendment. Our campaign exposed that and we got the restraining order, three orders that the judge issued. And now we're, we have a major lawsuit coming. So why am I sharing this with you? Our campaign for truth, freedom and health, the people behind the volunteers, we are the tip of the spear of a movement that will give real light to, to where we are at today. Donald Trump's campaign was an important advancement in taking a hit at the establishment. However, it did not have the necessary political theory to educate broad masses of people, which is what needs to be done right now. And what do I mean by that? Well, we're all looking at this and people are sort of shell-shocked at what's taking place. But what I'm trying to tell you is that the establishment in this country, the Republicans and the Democrats together, know that the voting systems have no integrity and they've known this and they both have been playing with it because they don't want real democracy. Because think about it, if here's a black box of the voting system, the input to that voting system has no integrity. What do I mean by that? Well, when you go and you stick your, your ballot in or you give it to them, just think about it. All of you who voted today or yesterday or over the last few days, none of you can prove to me that you voted. Think about that. You don't have any receipt that you voted. You have no evidence that you voted. If I said, oh, I voted and someone said in a court of law, prove to me you voted, they have to take my word for it. There's no evidence that you voted. You don't get a receipt, maybe in some states, but majority, you don't. In every, even these so-called third world countries, you have to show your ID. You have to prove you are who you are. We don't have that in America and you don't get a receipt. So the input into these systems is flawed. Any Tom, Dick, or Harry can impersonate you and vote, number one. Number two, the systems themselves are not following the chain of custody, storing the data, the ballot images. And number three, the systems have the software capability to multiply votes. Literally, listen to me very carefully. You're talking to a software engineer, a guy who created the first email system, still writes code, has been programming, went to the number one institute in the world, uh, has a degree in computer science. The software systems and our electronic systems have the ability to multiply votes by a fraction. Again, let me repeat this. Let's say two people are running, Joe Biden and Donald Trump, Dr. Shiva and some other fool over here, okay? For some office. And let's say I'm coming bottoms up representing the person. This guy's a top-down appointee of the government, which is what typically occurs. They don't want bottoms up people. Let's say he gets... He's getting a thousand votes and I'm getting a thousand votes. The software capability in these systems allows a switch to be flipped. It's called a weighted race feature where my votes can be multiplied by 0.5. That means everyone who voted for me, their one vote is half a vote. Okay, not one person, one vote. 
and the and the number of votes he gets can be multiplied by let's say two. So he ends up getting 2,000 votes. I end up getting 500 votes. Or in this case, Massachusetts 60-40 is what we discovered. This is embedded into the voting systems. This is not a third world country. We're not in some dictatorship, we thought, but this occurs in every, all these voting systems. The left and the right know about this, Republican and Democrat, but they've not talked about this because they love having this feature in because they can ensure that no one bottoms up ever comes in, all right? So this campaign exposed that broadly. And this campaign and this movement that we've created for truth, freedom and health is now here to tell you what do we need to do? What is to be done? What is to be done is we need to build a bottoms up movement. But you cannot do that without education. We cannot do that without education. We in the United States, because of our educational system, have been made to be fat, dumb and happy by not understanding political theory. So what I'm here to tell you is that this is the time not to be flailing, not to get depressed, but to step back and say, what is the political education that I do not have and what do we need to learn? And that's uh, this Saturday to everyone listening, or I'm sorry, two Saturdays from now on November 14th, I'm offering to anyone who wants to come in a political, a, a systems education that I've offered all of you guys. It's been on there when I ran the campaign and it's still there. And you, if you go to the description, you can find it and you just sign up for it. But two weeks from now, two Saturdays, not this Saturday, but next, next Saturday on the 14th, we're gonna be offering that to anyone who wants to take advantage of it. And you, there's, you know, we made it very easy for people to sign up. But what is that education that's needed? Number one, the education that's needed right now for people to understand the history of movements, to understand that putting our eggs in a Republican or a Democrat or these candidates or these electoral systems is a recipe for disaster because as I've said, the electoral systems themselves are defunct. What we need to do is we need to build a bottoms up movement and that's lesson number one. Lesson number one is we need to recognize that working people need to unite and we need to create a movement, neighbor to neighbor, bottoms up, which trains people, number one, on this thing, that you need to build a bottoms up movement. Second thing is we need to start educating people about what I call the not so obvious establishment. Principle number two, there is gonna be no movement in this country, no change, unless we recognize that both parties work together and both parties have wings who talk a good game on the left and the right. You have right-wing talk show hosts, right-wing grifters who don't wanna teach you political theory. They want to get views, they wanna get eyeballs, they wanna sell books, whatever. And all they do is drive people back into the establishment. Same thing on the left. It's called the not so obvious establishment. And in the course that I put together, some of you already gone through it, I think 20,000 people have gone through, but this is a time to understand that you cannot put your faith in the not so obvious establishment. And third is to recognize the intersection of truth, freedom, and health. This is a scientific principle that I've discovered, and I want to educate all of you on that so you can become leaders. We don't want followers anymore. We need people in your local communities to understand the concepts of the bottoms up movement, understand the not so obvious establishment, and then understand that there is a connection between truth, freedom, and health. We're not gonna get anywhere unless we have freedom freedom to debate, freedom to discourse, et cetera. And that's not gonna happen as long as we have 
five tech companies, Google, Facebook, Twitter, Verizon in the United States and AT&T, which controlled all of our information flow. And the only way to get back to the real ability to communicate is a digital rights program that I put together. But that's not going to happen without building a movement. So that freedom, without freedom, we cannot practice science to get us the truth. And without truth, we cannot identify the real problems for our health of our infrastructure, our bodies. And without health, we can't have the strength to fight for freedom. So these three pillars um, on not this Saturday, next Saturday, I'm going to do a live course. There's course materials. There's uh, information. And those of you who sign up, all of you can also get, it's an you can then follow up with the online course. But more importantly, it's learn, teach, and serve. You learn it, you can teach others. We got to start relying on ourselves, guys. We cannot rely on the political system. It's a banana republic. We have to go back and realize we need to go neighbor to neighbor and the future is offline. But all of these three things must be founded in you starting to understand a systems approach to looking at things. And I spent my whole life understanding that systems approach. And some of you may have already signed up for system and revolution. And you can get this. And uh, we've made it very, very affordable. You know, it's, it's frankly a cost. But more importantly, why is this book important? Why are the concepts that you will learn on November 14th is, and, uh, and this is what the, 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 the preface of the book says, we have bread, but no health. We have land, but no freedom. We have peace, but no truth. For truth, freedom, health, we need revolution. And to make revolution, you need a practical understanding of the principles of all systems. This book will teach you those principles in a practical way by using your body as a system. Health and well-being will be a result. But more importantly, what you will learn are the unifying principles of all systems, which will provide you the knowledge to make revolution on any system here and now. The bottom line is this, there's not gonna be any change until it's bottoms up, each of us uh, gets over our naivete and starts getting educated. In Massachusetts, our goal is to have 50,000 people trained in this political foundation. This is not theory, this is actually very practical understanding. We wanna have about 250,000 people across the United States and a million people globally. It's time that people go beyond all these uh, left-right nonsense and actually learn the foundations of how change takes place and what we need to do to overcome our own ignorance. Uh, because, you know, someone said ignorance is a cause of all suffering. But right now, when you look at this election out there, no one should be surprised. The establishment is relentless. They will come at, come at us with a hundred different ways. And all of us just putting all of our eggs in one basket and not realizing we have to build a bottoms up movement, that is the real weakness. And whatever happens now, we have to recognize we have to go back, we have to weaponize ourselves with the right education. And, and I'm not saying this to sell something or to be some educator, but this is what my life has been about. Look, I grew up as an untouchable in the Indian caste system as a kid. My whole life has been about understanding how you change the world. My whole life has been about understanding systems and science. And right now, at this point in human history, we need both. We need change, but you need the right education. Just as the First and the Second Amendment exist to defend our freedom, you cannot move forward in life without having the right tools and the right foundation. You can't be a great plumber without understanding some level of fluid mechanics. You can't be a great electrician without understanding, you know, 
uh, you know, Ampere's law, okay? You cannot make change unless you understand the, what I call the physics of revolution. And that's what we need. And I'm here to educate you on that. I've spent my whole life putting together this course, course programs and knowledge. And it's, it's something that it is my responsibility to do, but it's not just me being the person who's gonna teach you. It's time that you learn this and then you can go teach others and serve. It's learn, teach and serve. And all of us must recognize <clears throat> the future is for you to learn this knowledge and for you to teach it. You need to teach others why a bottoms up movement is important, why we cannot rely on the left or the right or Republican or Democrat, why we must recognize the not so obvious establishment, the Al Sharptons, the Bernie Sanders, the, the, uh, you know, the Robert Kennedys. We must recognize the real people who mislead movements and how they talk a good game, but they always take power away from us. And we must understand, and you must learn how to teach the concepts of truth, freedom, and health. This is no longer about one individual. This is about all of you becoming the light, knowing the truth, and finding your way and teaching others. That's where we're at. Stop, There's you can't outsource your freedom to a celebrity. You can't outsource your freedom to an individual politician. It's about building a bottoms up movement. We don't have democracy in the United States. Period. When the voting systems of this country can no longer look, if I lose an election, please show it to me. I'm fine. But when you can, when the election systems have no integrity, we're all going to be fighting against each other. And that's what they want. You created a divided nation. The election systems are fundamentally have no integrity. The inputs, we don't know. And then the entire process, they can flip elections. And perhaps, you know, it's, it's you know, a guy who's got to get a bunch of degrees and has got to do computer science. When I say it, people start listening, but maybe people like others who've said it before, they're, you know, you know, put over here some fringe or conspiracy theorists, but that is a reality. And we're not, on a practical note, we filed a lawsuit in federal court. As I mentioned earlier, I, uh, and the lawsuit was basically uh, exposing the fact that when I started exposing the fact ballot images were destroyed, that's when the Secretary of State of Massachusetts, who's by the way, known as a Prince of Darkness, it's a completely evil fellow. He contacted Twitter to have those tweets removed. And not only that, what we found during the testimony in the hearing uh, this past week, we found out that Massachusetts, the election division, coordinated that attack on me with the National Association of State election directors. Listen very carefully. When I put up those tweets, exposing the fact that Massachusetts deleted ballot images, the Secretary of State contacted Twitter. That's the government suppressing speech, forget Twitter. And then we found out that they coordinated with 50 other, the executive director who manages 50 other national uh, secretaries of election divisions. Why? Because all of these states do not want you to know that they delete the ballot images which are in the chain of custody, the evidence to validate if an election was true or not. That is what is going on in the United States. We live in a freaking banana republic. Let's stop putting the spotlight on Venezuela, Cuba, China, da, da, da. Let's put the spotlight on this country here and now. We do not have democracy. Democracy was supposed to be a system where you could vote, and a vote, as I talked about a few days ago, if you look at the origin of the word vote, it means a vow, a solemn pledge. And if that vow that you're making when you're voting for a candidate 
cannot be validated properly, the voting systems have no integrity. That's what we have. And if we do not choose to recognize that, well, we can live as sheep in darkness. But that is what the truth is. And the only way out of this is to educate ourselves. That's what I wanted to share with you. That is what needs to be done. So um, this is the time to take a step back. This is not the time to say, oh my God, what happened and react. This is time to take a step back and realize that our campaign in Massachusetts, the knowledge we've put together, which is not just theoretical, but it's an action. You know, we distributed 1.4 million of these things. We had protests. We went to the Secretary of State's office, 15 of us. With pol when the police came, we didn't, we didn't walk away. And that's how we got data from them. We need to all learn how to fight. And I've been fighting all my life, and I'm here to teach you how to fight. But you need to have political grounding. You cannot be any type of good craftsman without the tools. So I'm here to tell you it's time to weaponize yourself with the knowledge. Be aware, November 14th, you can go get all this knowledge online that I've done, but I feel it's time that we have an interaction. So on November 14th, Jen, you may want to put it up there as a banner when that's coming. Uh, I encourage everyone to join and start wherever you are. You can take advantage of this. This issue of lack of election integrity is not only a Massachusetts issue, it's a U.S. national issue. And, um, and it's obviously an issue probably globally because a lot of these voting systems are exported to every other part of the world. That's what we need to do. We need to educate and weaponize our, ourselves with the right education. And uh, many of you know that this educational program is to enable you to teach others. We can't, I can't do it, you know, I've, I've taken a lot of time to put together the curriculum, but it's time for serious political education, political theory, political understanding, and how we actually fight. Because the ballot boxes and the ele election systems, I've said, are have no integrity. Let's see what we have. Um, thank you. Now begins a rise uh, four years before. I'm not sure what that means. Truth wins at the end. Stand up for our rights. Um, can we help Trump? Uh, I use your weapons in Indonesia here and, and really kick asses. Okay, great. Um, so part of what I wanted to also share with you is we're going to be sharing more with people how we essentially start, uh, we don't have to wait for bills to pass in Congress. There are things we can do right now to secure our digital rights. We'll talk about that, secure our health. Um, you know, many of you know, I've already created tools, tools like Cytosolve, which help us take the body of information, you know, that's in without cherry picking and figure out what the truth is. Starting tomorrow, I will start sharing with you some very powerful knowledge about oral health. Okay, and the immune health. Why is this important? Well, um, you need to be armed. You know, we know this masks mandates have nothing to do with health. I've done videos, but imagine using the scientific tool set that I created, Cytosol. I could definitively show everyone that when you do these face coverings, it affects other parts of your immune health. And we're gonna, I'm gonna do a series of videos. Those videos are going to be knowledge videos, which I want to share with you. So then you could use that with that weaponized knowledge so you can much more confidently fight these stupid mask mandates. Not only are they a violation of freedom, they're also a violation of health. So over the next week, I'm going to be sharing with you that knowledge. My job here is to weaponize with truth, education, so you could arm yourselves 
so you can start building local movements. That's what we need. We need to go bottoms up. And that's really what we need to do. As Jen has just put up um, this educational program, um, I'm gonna be doing it live. You can go get it online, but I'm gonna do it live so we can have an interactive session. People need to understand how the Kennedys are the not so obvious establishment, how on the left and the right, we have a lot of people on the right wing and the left wing. All right, Tucker Carlson, I'm sorry. He's a grifter, he's a master grifter. Don't look to Tucker Carlson to save you, okay? Tucker Carlson watches which way the wind blows and he does stuff and he entertains you. On the left, you have the same thing. It's time we rely on ourselves. We are the media, we are the press. We need to take content and we need to put it out there. This cannot be relying on the Tucker Carlson's if you're on the right or you know the Bernie Sanders on the left. This is about us building our own movement. Otherwise, we're gonna wake up 20 years from now with more and more restrictions. Forced vaccinations are coming, more lockdowns, you have more mask mandates, you have you know school clothes. I mean, the, the list goes on. How did we get here? We got here because we were sold out by both parties. We were sold out by a fraudulent election system. We won in Massachusetts. We did a write-in campaign. You know, it's historic because they're reporting, I think we got 30,000, 40,000 write-ins. That they never, the New York Times never even had that line item. We forced them to do that. But I know we got at least half a million to 600,000 write-ins. The votes haven't been fully reported. So now we have to go fight for that. Everything we do in life is we have to fight. No one has ever given me anything. No one has ever given you anything. If you're a working person, we have to wake up, strengthen our muscles, our mental muscles and learn how to fight. So that's what I wanted to share with everyone today is that this is the time to get armed with political education, not just theory, but very foundational theory so you don't get fooled again. Let me see if there's any other questions. Jen, is there any other questions we should address? If anyone has any questions, please let me know. Someone said, um, uh, you get to choose between two puppets. Uh, look, the reality is, someone says master for the sheep and slaves are for big pharma. Look, um, someone just asked me to be a uh, expert witness as a scientist on this mask issue in a state. Here's the bottom line, that if people truly cared about public health, and this is for young kids, you're putting masks on young kids. Young kids' immune systems are developing at a young age. There's a plasticity that develops in their immune system. To start doing this to young kids and start saying we're trying to help them from you know, aeros stopping the aerosolized particles, when you compare that to the harm it's causing them, the harm is this much and the so-called benefits are this little. But we need to explain that scientifically. So we will be building content for you for that. And then I'll be distributing that to you so you could put it out on social media. So we have a multiple multiplicative effect. That's what we need to do. This organization that we created out of our campaign is now moving to a next phase. It's moving to the phase of being an educational instrument for a systems revolution. Let me repeat that. The organizational we put together in Massachusetts, the content, the knowledge, we're gonna start offering that to everyone and we're gonna do it in a community-based model. Obviously, we'll keep an eye out for spies and those kind of things, but we're gonna do it in a community-based model where you can come in securely and you'll learn more about that. But the first step is those of you who are interested, start weaponizing and arming yourself with that knowledge. That's what I request all of you to do. Jen's put up her email address. But my goal again 
in closing is to have around 50,000 people who get this knowledge in Massachusetts, about 250,000 or more, you know, want to be conservative in the United States over the next few months, uh, you know, six, seven months. So we're moving at a rapid pace and a million people globally. It's time that we educate people how to arm yourself so you can fight in your neighborhoods and you can build community with people. And I'll leave you with this one thing. The future is offline, okay? We need to learn how to look at our neighbors and our faces, our community, connect with people, have political discourse, but at an elevated level of political consciousness. And I promise to deliver that to you, but you have to make the first step to want to get truly educated. We have, you have to learn principles. That's one thing engineering training teaches you. You may, you can't build a bridge without understanding Newton's equation, some element of finite elements. You have to understand fundamentals. You're out of your mind, and don't take this the wrong way, if you think that we're gonna have political change if you don't have foundational theory. And in two to three hours, it's not like you have to spend a lifetime. I've spent a lot of time to be able to consolidate that education so we can all learn it quickly. So it's like a potent weapon you're gonna get, like a booster shot of knowledge. So please, let's do this. Otherwise, we're gonna get screwed over and over and over and over again. So it's time to weaponize yourself with the right knowledge. And that knowledge is a knowledge of systems. When I wrote this book, System and Revolution, you guys can all get this, is that it, it, it was, so it was, it was an integration of, of systems thinking, it was an integration of medicine. It was an integration of systems theory and bringing it all together. And the goal was to make this accessible. So whether you're five, 10 years old or whether you're 80 years old, whether you have no engineering education, whether you, where you have a lot of education to make it accessible. So, you know, when I put together this book, it's about a hundred pages, but it's potent knowledge, but it's easy to read. One of the things, one, I had a great teacher who said, you want to make things accessible to all people. Most academics make knowledge so hard to understand. They use so many big words and they do that on purpose because they want to create an elitist system. But part of what we wanted to, what I did here was to make this very, very accessible, but you're going to learn an MIT education in terms of systems thinking. That's just probably a few chapters. So you're going to get a lot of knowledge, but my goal is without having a systems understanding of life, you're gonna always be forever in the blind and people are gonna be able to manipulate us. But once you get a systems approach to understand the interconnections between things and the fundamental principles, no one will be able to fool you again. And one of the things that'll emerge out of that is a political understanding that you have to build a bottoms up movement, you have to be able to isolate the not so obvious establishment, and you have to see the interconnection between truth, freedom, and health. That's what this is about. So if we truly want liberation, stop. And don't even go down the depression path. Oh my God, what happened? Oh my God, we live in a horrible, wake up. This is what's been going on. What do you expect? And do not expect that when we go fight the establishment, they're not gonna come at us hard or trying to manipulate us or be even more corrupt. That's why we have to together learn these principles. And that's my commitment to you. Jen, is there anything else that I should discuss? Jennifer, any other announcements? Um, okay.
Great. People were just asking, just confirming yeah. again that it's uh, November 14th, a week from Saturday. It's November 14th. Yeah, let me, uh, there's a, uh, Jen, you can link them to that. Hold on, I'll give you the, uh, it's right off on VA Shiva, Jen. Let me give you the address you can put up there if people want to go right there and get it. There's a link that we created. It's right off the webpage. Uh, by the way, let me just share with people. Um, some of you may know, you know, one of the, my big things is we need to create the future. So this is my personal blog site. Everyone can go to it. Um, you can see, you know, the past things I've done. But one of the things you can see here is right here. This is a recent post post site. It's called Truth, Freedom and Health Expands. So if you click on this right here, this will take you right to the page. It's November 14th. I think the website address is here, Jen. Let me put it in the StreamYard link. If you can see it here, Jen, you can maybe put it out to people, okay? I just put it there. Um, but you can see that uh, it says, I want, first of all, I wanna thank everyone for their support. It says our movement for truth, freedom, and health now expands to educate leaders, which is all of you. We don't want, see, Facebook and Twitter want followers. I don't want followers, I want leaders. And, and the goal is to educate leaders to ignite a systems revolution on, so on Saturday, November 14th, I will be offering the Foundations of Systems course live in person in Cambridge and or via Zoom to those who are unable uh, to travel to Cambridge. So you can just register right here. This course will provide you three pillars of knowledge with the Foundations of Systems Thinking. It'll include the, the dynamics of truth, freedom, and health, the importance of building up a bottoms-up movement, and the not-so-obvious establishment. So you may want to put this out there, Jen. So everyone, this is what we need. The, you know, my great-grandfather said, you know, he, he was an indentured uh, servant, a slave. You know, he went all the way to Burma as a 12-year-old on a ship, came back. Uh, as, a, as a child, I saw him working out of the fields until he was 90, 92, 93 years old. Um, but he was a very, you know, he had very little money. But if someone needed education or knowledge, he would find whatever he could to help somebody. And he said, education is revolution. So that is my... Uh, goal here is that I've been afforded an incredible opportunity to learn, you know, engineering at the finest institution in the world, be on the ground doing political activism, learn medicine. And the goal is to integrate all of that and to make it accessible to you. Because without this knowledge, um, you're going to have difficulties. And I'll leave this one um, uh, uh, part of what I, what I say here. Um, and you can read more of this book, but I'll read you in closing this one paragraph. And it says, I was definitely, it's called in the book, it's called What is to be Done, which is the title of our talk today. It says, um, I was definitely born in the periphery, the child of a lower caste family in India where my grandmother was a spiritual healer. But I don't want to be a wise and gentle guru telling you about some Hindu god with the head of an elephant. Here's what I do want to do. But it's more than want. It's, it's need. I need to tell you about what I've learned in my unique education and in my even more unique life experiences. Why do I need to do that? It is not to stoke my ego. It's not to be on television. It is because a time for change, radical change has arrived. And all of us have a role to play at this historic moment. I have tools to provide you to do that. Not physical tools, but vital information for this opportunity so that we don't blow it. I feel like I've been given an assignment, I've been cast in a role, and it's not easy to 
easy one to fulfill. I have to tell people the truth. And when they don't believe me, I have to change their minds. So that is what this book is about. It's about educating you, but not just this book. It's about the interaction we'll have. So everyone, that's what's the order of the day is. This is the time to weaponize ourselves so we don't get fooled again and we arm ourselves with the right knowledge. Um, Jen, someone said, how do you create an account? Jen will send you the information. Uh, but everyone, anyway, everyone, be well. Uh, so we'll be doing more educational programs. The idea is to weaponize you with science knowledge, with systems education, and then we should also go do actions. We don't just learn this knowledge. It may be we, we go and challenge the government on this mask issue, and not just an individual, but together. Maybe we file more lawsuits, but whatever that is, we have to weaponize ourselves with knowledge, with a deep, deep engineering understanding of how to fight. Okay? Thank you, everyone. Have a good night. Be well.